What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang for being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to, I just saw it, welcome to Thursday Night Crimson Capsule. Hold on for a second. The second longest running episodic program here on YouTube. He says, my boy, okay, I see what happened there. I was confused by a message in the chat. All right, anyway, I got distracted, man. We got a great show today. Breaking news, Sean. All right, breaking news, Sean. We have on report several sources going on here and as predicted here on the Coach Greg Adams channel or the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. As predicted here, the inevitable is probably going to go through with Thomas Brady. All right, Thomas Brady. Shout out to Thomas Brady, the um, orchestrator of the best NFL comeback in Super Bowl history, as we see here, the scoreboard right there. And as I teach you guys, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. Of course, we don't have any filings right now, and they're probably, she's just throwing a hissy fit, but I don't know, man. We're going to review this article right now. One Thomas Brady is about to get bait and switched right before the damn football season. Oh, my goodness. My man, I yo, what... What do we tell you, man? <laughs> These people cannot be pleased, all right? And, of course, she wanted to. So I could focus on my career. She wanted to focus on her damn career, all right? We're going to break this story down, and we'll review what I talked about here nine months ago. Nine months ago, CGA covered this story. Not a, a couple of people ran with it, but a couple of people said, nah, Thomas is good. He will. She will never leave him. She'll never do that to him. He's Thomas Brady. <laughs> All right, we got to talk about that. By the way, Thomas Brady was supposed to be playing in Las Vegas. You know what I mean? That that, that news dropped a couple of weeks ago, and that had me thinking. You know, I'm a Derek Carr type of guy. Our fan base is divided in half between Derek Carr and, and Derek Carr haters. Uh, but uh, I remember during that free agency where Thomas Brady was going to come over to the Raiders. I remember that was one of the teams. It was between Tennessee, Tampa. Um, Tampa was a dark horse and, horse and the Vegas Raiders. I was like, he's definitely coming to Vegas. All right. And that was before he won the Super Bowl with Tampa. I was like, definitely coming here. And I said, Derek Carr is going to have to sit a couple of years. All right. And focus on his career. So I could focus on my career. Apparently, uh, Gruden blew up the deal. So I'm looking at Gruden sideways. <laughs> I'm looking at John Gruden sideways. I'm looking at John Gruden. You know, I'm a Gruden fan too. You know, so I'm looking at his ass like this right here. I'm like, hey, yo, bruh. All right. I had to go see John Gruden. I'm like, yo, are you serious, Sean? We could have had Brady and Gronk, Sean, and you went with Derek Carr, Sean. All right. So <laughs> oh, my goodness. I like Derek Carr. Listen, I'm not a Derek Carr hater if he's watching. I'm, I'm not a hater per se, but I'm looking at you sideways if we could have had Tom Brady. You know what I mean? I'm like. <laughs> so anyway, man. Um. You know, we're going to cover Tom Brady, and I know people are going to want to hear this story. I posted it on my Instagram. I'm actually going to go and be a news source, an information of news source on Instagram now. So if you don't follow me on Instagram, Coach Greg Adams TV, all right, go follow me on Instagram here. We're going to do some kind of news source thing. I was like, this will be a first good story to be as a news source, and I want more people to kind of contribute. I want you guys to contribute to the page, meaning put your commentary on, and I'll just break the news, all right? I'll just break the news. Or I'll show certain things, current events on my Instagram. I figure I can do something like that um, instead of just posting pictures of me flexing. No flex zone. No flex zone. All right, follow me over there. Uh, oh, we should do a stereo. <laughs> All right, hold up for a second. Don't give it away here. Don't give it away here. All right, um, 
today's today's show, we're also going to cover. Um, let's put up today's topic so you know what order we're going to go in. I figure I can do that too for you too. We're going to talk about She Hulk allegedly twerking on her new show. This show is going to disaster twerking with Meg the Stallion or someone that looks like Meg the Stallion. We're going to talk about trash TV and the feminist agenda that they keep pushing out there. Uh, what the hell's going on with this She-Hulk thing? They're just going to ruin a brand. Way to ruin a brand. I mean, this is Disney about just ruining brands? I mean, they're like the Vince McMahon of, of entertainment. All right, Vince McMahon will take a wrestler, you know what I mean, bring him over there, you know, give him a couple matches. They bury him, push another wrestler up. You're like, what happened? This person was a megastar. All right. Um, so we're going to do that. Did they name drop the Manosphere too? All right. What? What did they do? All right. I don't know what happened there. Uh, oh, congratulations to Russell Wilson signing a big mega deal too. I, I should break some news that Russell Wilson going to get paid. All right. Now he, now he's going to make, he, he's going to make a uh, uh, 50 million, 50, 11 times what Sierra makes. He definitely going to make 50, 11 times what uh, make, uh, Sierra makes. All right. Everybody. She has her own money. He makes 50, 11 times what she makes. I mean, it ain't even close. I mean, she can throw her net worth on here. He's like, I make that two weeks for two weeks of uh, football play, running from linebackers. <laughs> uh, so that's more kindling to the fire. That's more gasoline for Sierra to go after when that divorce happens. Oh, my goodness. I got money. All right. Um, and we're going to talk about uh, a man signs a one-sided contract for cheating. This is another part of the agenda where men are made out to be the cheaters, where this goofball prior to marriage is going to sign a one-sided contract that says that if he cheats, she gets to destroy and divorce great a dude for, to kingdom come. All right, we're going to get to that story in a minute. To contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA Live is the way to do it. Also, Coach Greg Adams TV is the way to do it on Venmo and, and also on PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. All right, and I'll pin that right to the top of the chat. And we're going to get into some edutainment. This is going to be an edutainment program, man. A lot of feelings are going to get hurt. All right. Where are the content creators? Where are the content creators? And I hate, you know, now I got to name content creators now. All right. Because they're all saying I'll be sneak dissing people. And I say, put the timestamp up. <laughs> well, it was slightly a sneak diss. All right. Well, what is it? Is it a full diss, a sneak diss, or slightly? All right. Y'all got to get your panties out of your booty. All right. You know, and stop fingering yourself. Cuff your balls. Start cuffing your balls. I'm tired of you guys fingering yourself and trying to finger me at the same time. All right, we won't have none of that around here. Pause. All right, only do the laying around here. Ladies, ten, to, ten toes up, gang. Let it know how it go. All right, the ladies that have been to the house, to the Desert Storm bunker, let them know, man. That's how we deal with stuff. Anyway, shout out to Robert P. Elliott. He says, what is Sarah from high school up to now? Sarah, Sarah. What happened to you and I, Sarah? By the way, Sarah played a big part in my life. I mean, I really don't. Listen, I probably, in my mind, I only saw her like five times. But Sarah, for those who want to know, Sarah, <laughs> uh, during the famous Northridge earthquake, I was with Sarah. <laughs> that was so funny. I was just thinking about it. I was like, I wonder what she's up to. Um, during the famous Northridge earthquake, I was sleeping in the bed with Sarah. All right. So, um, that was interesting. I just thought about that. And the whole day after the earthquake, I hung out with Sarah. Now there's a long story that goes with that, but, um, I was, I was with Sarah that night of the earthquake. That was 1994, if I'm not believing. Um, and, uh, we were sleeping in the bed. We were sleeping. I was all cuddled up with Sarah. 
And uh, the earthquake happened that day. I remember that. And then what made us break apart, if you will, was that um, that um, she hit my car. <laughs> mm. All right. Sarah hit my damn car. That's where we broke apart. So that's probably one of the last times that I saw her uh, really is because one night I was at Sarah's house. Go figure. <laughs> Anytime you're in high school, you can get some cheeks clap. I'm there. All right. So I'm there with Sarah and I think Sarah, a couple of friends were there for of Sarah's and a couple of my friends were there and um, Sarah's dog. Okay. White girl, Sarah's dog runs out of the house at night. We're all kicking it at her house. Sarah's dog runs out of the house and around the corner. So what do we do? We go chase the dog. Everybody goes and chases the dog. And so me and my friends, we were ahead going to chase her dog and we got around the corner. Well, Sarah and, and one of her friends jumps in, which would be her mom's van, and she backs into my car. She backs into my door because my car, car was parked across the street. Long ass story. Backs across, backs up to my car. I don't see it. And she drives up and we finally catch up to the dog. She drives up. We put the dog in the car. We go back home. We go back to her house. When the night's over, I go out to my car and I'm looking at my door. And I'm like, is this a dent? I'm like, is this a is this a dent in my door? I'm like, well, I'm confused. I, I couldn't put two and two together. And I'm like, there's a dent in my door. Somebody hit my door. And I couldn't figure it out. I never put two and two together that she backed up. So everybody comes out. They're looking at my car. What happened? How could this happen? <laughs> How could this happen? And long story short, by the time I figured it out, I'm driving home. And I was like, Sarah jumped in that car when her dog went outside, right? And she must have got in the car because she was in the car later on and must have backed up accidentally in my car. And so I confronted her about it. I was like, hey, you need to pay for this door. <laughs> so, and then or I confronted the mom. That's the one of the one times I remember seeing the mom. And the mom was like, she wouldn't have done it. I asked her, I asked her, Sarah, did you back up into her his car door? And she said, no. She hit me with the ninja, ninja, ninja. <laughs> she said, ninja, ninja, ninja. She said, help. He was so big and so black. She was like this. Wait. And it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. One of the first times I got screwed over by a woman, allegedly. This is my red pill moment, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah was a full red pill. She was a full red pill by herself. All right. And I was like, what, 17, 18 going in. I think we were around 17, 18, 19 in my life. She was a full overdose of a red pill. <laughs> All right, man. I tell you, boy. She, I, I should have known right then and there. And, and people always say I was all bitter and hurt from my marriage. Dude, I was getting red pills all throughout life. I knew what I was getting into. Anyway, <laughs> that was a mess. Uh, anyway, from that point on, I have no idea what happened to her. I seen her maybe, maybe two times after that. All right, but that was pretty much the end of it. All right, shout out to Loud Pockets in the building. He says, Coachy Meg the Stallion is going to be on She-Hulk. And I think I have a clip, a special clip related to that. Higher image status is, it's the first of the month. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Indeed it is. All right, shout out to Mr. Allen, Anthony Allen on vacation in the streets. Wait. Oh, look at my African-American. Whoa. Look at him. Are you, you the greatest? 
I got so much going on here. All right, I'm running Joe Biden, but I meant to say, I believe you were in Columbia. I believe so. Shout out to you and shout out to our homeboy, Jonathan Ellison, in the building. We'll call him John. He says, you killing it as usual. All right, it's been a good week. It's been another good week of streams. And uh, I appreciate that sponsorship from John Ellison in the building. All right, let's head over to PayPal and give him some love. And then we'll get into the first. Oh, we do have some Venmo too. I appreciate this. I appreciate the contributions. What are we doing over on PayPal? PayPal was a little slow. Who's up? Who's up? Oh, this is Triggerverse. What do you got to say, brother? He says, um, we'll watch later, but I just finished Uncle Tom 2. I'm going to watch that this weekend. It's good, and I learned three things. Number one, Kami invaded the black struggle. Yes, they did. You guys know about Marxism. They definitely did, and I shared the story about Jackie Robinson. Same thing, but he says in number two, all groups and persons that have initials have Kami roots, a.k.a. the NAACP, MLK, and uh, you can go on and say LBJ, JFK, <laughs> um, and anything like that. Did they mention anything about people with first, middle, and last names? Lee Harvey Oswald, James Earl Ray. Um, a lot of these things are used to program you. Uh, you don't know, and these people study these things. So when they give you something like that, James Earl Ray, Lee Harvey Oswald, like you wouldn't, you wouldn't even do, uh, you know, initiate a suspect like that. Today, you wouldn't say their full first, middle, and last name, right? Um, but in those situations, they 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 knew that they can program you by giving you these first, middle, and last names. These are all alleged accusations for me, by the way. New, 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 new world order. So anyway, again, I'm showing you my deeper side. I only show you a little bit of CGA over here. This is not everything. But I study a lot of things here. And he also says a huge portion of influential commies we're all rich and have a God complex. All right. Anyway, yeah, we won't talk too much about that. We're going we're gonna to stay on top of the day. I'm scaring people. You know what I mean? I'm scaring people with the depth of information here because, you know, they will call you a conspiracy theorist when you come with information that you normies don't get in the public school indoctrination camp. But the reality is you have to educate yourself and you educate yourself how you will. You know what I mean? In your interests. But um, the reality is Kosher Domus is undefeated. I've been wrong 1.5 times on this channel, or I would say 0.5 times. I've been explicitly wrong. I remember I gave a statistic of our brothers and brothers was up in arms. Remember I gave that statistic? Oh, man, that was y'all was pissed off at me. <laughs> right. And the actual King Smith says sources allege they're alleging Tom Brady and his wife are in an epic fight over his decision to return to play for another season. Coach Dodamas strikes again. All right, we called it. It is what it is. I don't look at relationships as, as lovey-dovey like you guys do. You guys all fall for the go, well, they'll work it out. No, 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 no. I, I look at them as very much predictable programming, and it falls just like the rest of them. Some people stay together and save face. Some people blow it up like dynamite. And this is going to be a powder keg. All right, for sure. Shout out to Triggerverse. He says, also, you hear that the American... That America's favorite African-American, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, <laughs> got this old hag pregnant. Buzzer, what happened to Colin? Colin Kaepernick, what did he do? He knocked somebody up? He knocked up an old woman? Wait a minute, I thought he had a girlfriend. Doesn't he have an accommodist girl? I mean, um, doesn't he have a girlfriend? <laughs> 
Y'all hate me because I don't just fall for the programming, the agenda stuff. Oh, we had a great show. Didn't we talk about Norman Lear? Oh, we had a great show. Y'all wasn't ready for that, huh? Y'all didn't know I knew all that. I took a class in college from this Marxist professor. She was a full-fledged. <laughs> she would come in, and her goal, her goal was to, to piss off white people. All right. This is a she was a black, uh, she was a like a black sister. And she had her sister locks. She was very, very intelligent. I loved her, but I didn't agree with her all the time. Uh, but her goal, she was there because it was like a general education upper division class. And um, I can't remember what, 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 um, I can't remember. I can't quite remember what, what building it was in, but I think it was an African-American studies class. All right. Or it was like a, I can't remember what building or like a media communication class i can't remember but they were talking about media programming for uh they were like media programming television programming for minorities i can't remember what the class was but this professor she said it and admitted she was there to piss off white students i mean and then she was like a woman in her 50s and she was cool as hell she was like a um caramel complected sister she would come in there and like just basically throw grenades in the classroom on white people. It was like, oh my God. And so somebody said, why? <laughs> this was like, oh, it was an angry system. So anyway, boy, I remember that. But anyway, we used to go over media programming. So a lot of my conversations about how you're programmed by the media, it was a communications class. It was like, we were talking about these things about how, and I read many books. She gave us many books to read about how pro, how the media programs you. So when people when I talk about these things, people are like, this couldn't be true. I'm reading these. I've read these things. And we study World War II. We study black media, how they introduced black media. When I got that Norman Lear uh, situation, I pulled that specifically from information in books that I got from her class. All right, we studied that and we watched it. We watched the imagery um, and how it went from step, it, step and fetch it all the way into dynamite into what we consider deaf comedy jam. It would, it's like right along the same line, but because it's present day, we don't look at it as minstrel, but it's definitely a minstrel image. Oh man, dude, I'll tell you, man. I, but anyway, that sister would throw dynamite in class. I loved her though, man. But she would come in and I'm like, if, she, if she's pissed about something, white folks going to be mad. <laughs> anyway, whoo, them white people was actually, I think there was one time not in my class, but they had to pull her out the class because she was getting threats from white students. She was getting straight up threats and she was coming in. She was like, they threatened me. They threatened me to do this. Well, I was looking at her like, <laughs> I was looking at her like, well, you do come in to piss, us, piss the students off. Like, wow. Anyway, she was interesting. KT King, good morning. Good evening, CGA. I'm currently battling suing child support in court. My intention is to win and shut them down for due process violations to get my money back. All right, shout out to you. Uh, you know what? It's not an easy task, and uh, I wish you luck. I know you're led by your anger for being treated unfairly, and I wish you luck on that. And at some particular point, I might sue them as well. Uh, because you know they be acting funny if if it just comes to that so i understand what you're talking about yeah all right let me do two more uh three more and then we'll get on to the show i'll go over it on venmo loud pocket says my rent dude coachy your rent 
why they gotta stick me for my paper everybody's a couple of thousand dollars lighter this evening yes indeed my friends overcharge me another man doesn't need protection that's another golden nugget by you appreciate that another man doesn't need protection y'all coming in with y'all heroes kate earlier today and he says, I only watch two content creators in this space, CGA, because of the transparency and easy to see parallels between us two. The other content creator shall not be named. However, CGA takes the cake because his balance on topics and creativity is unmatched. And we got it going on. All right. Thank you. Lyle Pocket says, oh, no, you didn't. He says, oh, you don't know. Yo ass better call somebody. And if you're new to this show. Do me a favor, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. We're, we're, on, we're on the chase. We're past 75K. Perhaps we'll stick around long enough to get to 100K. I guarantee you it'll be another year till we get 100K on this channel. All right. Um, If you don't know, I'm heavily, heavily censored on this program, on this channel and all channels that I have. I mean, I literally have the proof that they're saying, yeah, you're done here. All right. Other content creators, they just let them rise. They're like, go ahead, rise on. I'm literally ha handcuffed over here. I know you think content creators were like, I'm handcuffed. I'm shadow banned. Uh, I'm over here, literally. I'm under the channel ban. <laughs> I'm in the basement locked in. Like <laughs> They're like, they're censoring me. They put a yellow dollar sign on my video. I love it. They'd be like, they, has anybody had problems with the yellow dollar sign? Has anyone had problems with the age restrictions? I'm like, I'm literally over here working for free. I'm like this. <laughs> What do you mean yellow dollar sign? <laughs> what the f you talking about yellow dollar sign? I'm in the damn brig over here. I'm sitting over here in the gulag. <laughs> what are you talking about? New, 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 new world order. I'm in the gulag of YouTube. They're like, we ain't pushing nothing. No suggestion box, nothing over here. That's when you know who the real deal is in here. All right, here we go. New, 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 new there ain't no shuffling over here. I give it to you real. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? Yellow dollar sign. I got no dollar sign on my channels. <laughs> what you talking about? That's a sign who giving you the real information. Who's the threat? I'm working for peanuts over here. <laughs> All right, anyway. All right. I've entered to the black abyss. All right, let's stop complaining about what I do. Here it is. She Hulk twerking. Let's go over here. We got two little stories here that we're going to talk about. I believe this is Megan. The Stallion, I believe that she goes by, or Meg the Stallion. I'm not quite sure, but this is how ridiculous this content is getting related to, like, I guess you would say feminist content, right? They pushed the agenda. Last time we heard about She-Hulk, she was saying how hard it is to be a woman. It's so hard to be a Hulk. It's harder than you, Bruce Banner, all right? Um, and they're saying you don't have to be eye-graped. You don't have to be assaulted. It's harder than you. I have to focus on my career. So I could focus on my career. Now, here you go. I believe this is Meg Thee Stallion. I can't really tell. But let's take a look at this terrible TV. Remember, previously, they were selling sob stories of how hard it is to be a working woman that turns into a Hulk and how she had it worse than the Hulk, although he was abused, although he was basically left for dead. Here it is. I have to turn the music down. And so there she, they're at work, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> they're at work. They're there. So I could focus on my career. And they sitting around like, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. Bruh, this is absolutely, what are we doing? 
aren't they supposed to be focusing on career? She's wearing uh, stripper heels, Meg the Stallion. I believe this is Meg the Stallion. They got a CGI booty on um the She-Hulk. <laughs> and then what are they going to do? Man, I'll tell you, man, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know what to say, man. This is why people can't get ahead in their careers. This is why people can no longer be truly equal because this is why people don't get to where they need to get in this world. They want to bring debaucherous behavior over to the corporate world and the corporate world don't play that. Uh, this is a business. We're operating as a business. If you have to follow the rules, if this silly old goofy white dude has to follow the rules you have to follow the rules too you don't bring the debauchery in the streets to the office i want to wear my sister like i want to wear my whore outfit i want to go out here and twerk i should be able to twerk at work without you sexually harassing me how is this not a part of the sexual harassment manual why wouldn't this be in the human resources manual okay what if a man twerk what if a man comments on you twerking is he gonna get fired from it i mean this Literally brings up all of the conversations, and I think it's absolutely ridiculous at this point. Um, the cat's out of the bag. Pandora's box is wide open. There's no putting this society back. Hor Horace culture has won. And you can either be a part of it or you can drop out. You can go monk. I don't know what to tell you. But uh, until Cheese himself parts the cloud and comes down on his white horse holding a lightning rod, nothing's going nothing's gonna to change. We're far too gone. As a matter of fact, we're goner farther than this. We're way farther gone than this. This is already um, naturally accepted in many spaces. And you can't tell these people nothing. You can't tell them nothing. You can't be like, come on, man. Now, look. All right. Or you can't even say how ridiculous this is for a TV series to promote this when you're probably trying to drag over people who actually care about the product, which would be Marvel. People would actually care about the Marvel product, right? You're caring about this, but of course, after uh, Infinity War or after Endgame, they've already switched and we already know what direction they're going. And it's not in the direction in favor of people who enjoy the comic books, people who enjoy the characters. You have to understand, and I'm not a comic book person per se. I have a collection, but it's nothing to brag about. Um, I'm a comic book normie, right? I never claim to be very proficient in the comic book industry. But what I'm going to say is this. A lot of people have been caring about these characters for decades, decades. This is how big of a deal it is. You might not think it's a big deal, but a lot of these care. And if, and if you will, if you're not a comic book normie, please tell me that they have She-Hulk twerking somewhere in whatever comic book series that you want to pull on. Tell me what year and I'll go look at it. But a lot of these people have been invested in these characters and they were pretty happy in the direction that Marvel was going for a long time, although they kind of saw that the woke culture was getting in into it. But now, now it's getting absurd because they're pandering to the normie. And of course, they're pandering to the dollars, right? But they're destroying what people had invested plenty of years in. It's kind of like, a yeah, he says, it's just like a sports fan, right? People take sports seriously. People take the World Wrestling Federation seriously. Although you think it's dumb and you might somehow think it's beta, people take it seriously. People are, are invested in it, right? They're invested in their team. So um, I think it's tragic when woke culture destroys it. See, I don't care if they the, the, the company goes another direction to chase dollars. That's one thing. But when it's woke culture 
and you're bringing and pandering to the Mickey Mouse, the lowest common denominator of the world to get them to look. Oh, Megan the Stallion, Stallion twerking. I'll take that. I can't stand when some simp says something like that. I'll let her sit it on my face. I'm like, come on, Jesus. All right. It, it's actually the lowest common denominator and they're pandering to it. But unfortunately, woke culture doesn't pay. And it's a mistake by many culture, many companies that go that way. And, and it looks like Marvel Disney is going the way of that. And they're going to lose money. I think they're going to lose money, just like everybody that goes the woke way. The people who are going to watch Megan Thee Stallion, or is it Meg Thee Stallion twerk? They're going to watch it once. They're never going to invest a dime. They're never going to watch the series. They're never going to plug in the Disney Plus. They're never going to do any of those things. They're never going to get into the action figures. They're never going to collect the comic books. They're never going to do it. So I don't know why you would pander to people like that who are the lowest common denominator. But of course, in our culture, we do because people have the attention span of, make, of, of bird brains, right? And they are always going to fall for the cheapest pop, which is some woman twerking, even if it's a She-Hulk. It's sad. It's a sad commentary. Uh, but anyway, enough about that. Enough about that. Here we go here. But the, this is what you this is what people are upset about. The NFL, same thing. They pander to obviously putting criminals' names on the back of their helmet, and it pissed people off. It's like, come on. I mean, they got caught putting several criminals' names on the back of their helmet. And it's like, what are we doing? What are we doing for Colin Kaepernick? And then what did Colin Kaepernick do? He crawled right back. Can I get a job? All right. But he's not even capable of getting a job, and he never was capable of getting a job. If people remember in context, he didn't even have a job, barely. When he started taking the knee, his ass was on the bench. And he didn't have a job the next year, rightly so, because he was not capable. <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. All right, anyway, let's get to the next one. Six years later, he need a job. No, you don't. Go sit his ass down. He don't even want to play. His ass came crawling right back to the people that he went over there and pissed off, and they lost millions of dollars, but that's neither here nor there. All right. Oh, I, I saw a beautiful meme that people that were defending Colin Kaepernick, Colin Kaepernick, I'm going to call him forever. Is that uh, people were like, he deserves a job. And everybody's like, well, when you were playing Madden 21 and he was featured in the game, did you get him as a free agent and give him a job? Nope. No, you didn't. See, you had Colin Kaepernick out there to get on Madden 21 and you didn't even put his ass in the starting lineup. You didn't even give his ass a job. You hypocrite. I mean, if anybody would have done it, it would have been you, Mr. Madden. You would have certainly snapped him right up and gave him a job, but you didn't. Mm. <laughs> All right. Anyway, where are we at here? Somebody says I did ran the season with him. All right. Shout out to C knowledge. He ran the season or right, he ran the table. All right. Anyway, where we got here, a, a man signs a one sided contract, a cheating contract with his fiance. Let's go to blue pill heaven here. TikTok. All right, here we go. Uh, blue. Oh, we got twerking Hulk. Let's go to the blue pill heaven. Here we go, right here. Um, as you can see, he's got a um, you know, this is she's a cute. She has good skin. She has good skin. She looks Latina. Her name is Salami Queen. Man, this you can't make this shit up. Her name is Salami Queen. Her name is Salami Queen.
this man got engaged to a woman named Salami Queen. Do y'all see that? Am I the only one that sees this? I, I see it right here. I'm looking at it. And please don't go to her page. Is this going to be a joke? Are you guys joking me right now? <laughs> Salami Queen. All right. We'll, we'll watch. I'm reading it right. Salami Queen. Some. Wait a minute. That's right. Okay, here we go. Play the video. Oh, they got me on frozen. Oh, they want me to log in. Hold on for a second. Let me let me refresh it. I have just reached a new level of crazy because I just made, well, not made. Oh, what happened? Like I said, I did not make. I He did it out of his own free will. But mm. my boyfriend, fiance, my mm. fiance, we just got engaged, uh, just signed a legal document. And we got it notarized that if he cheats on me, he has to pay my bills. We did. Just got a legal document signed and actually got it notarized, like legal AF, that if he cheats on me, he's screwed. I'm so smart or crazy. I don't know. I have just reached a new level of crazy because. Okay, first of all, she admits that she is crazy. I mean, we have to give her that. That's part of the battle when you're dealing with women. They have to admit it. And ladies, if you're going to want to admit men are dumb, you got to admit that y'all crazy. All right. If you don't want to admit that, I don't know what to tell you. But I'm not dumb. But essentially what she said was, I got him. She said, look at this, look at, look. She said, I'm crazy, I'm insane, or I'm smart. I'm going to go with crazy. And I'm going to go with your blue pill, Beyonce being absolutely dumb. In the state of the world where women cheat, if not cheat more than men, I've proven this over and over again, I've showed you graphs. If you're a new booty, I've already proven it. I don't want to hear about you asking me for my source. Women cheat more and better. If not slightly more, they cheat more than men. All right, wives in the between 18 and 30 cheat more on their husbands than men. I've showed you the graph. Don't ask me for sources today. I got to focus on this show. Here it is. She somehow convinced him because these guys are operating in blue pill. And she's manipulating him. Oh, you're a cheater. Dude, she's more likely to cheat on him than he is to cheat on her. Statistically. But people don't want to know that because you're operating in blue pill. And she's sitting there going, I made him sign a contract saying that if he cheats, he's got to pay my bills. Hold on for a second. Did you sign a contract that says the same thing? Nope. See, this is the problem that you men have. You don't have any leverage. Remember, I tell you, leverage and options, or a pick pickup artist would say, or a dating coach would say, he has no game. Either one of those are true, or both are true. He has no game. She is the most vulnerable in this situation. I'm oh, sorry, he is the most vulnerable in this situation. She's the most likely to do it. If she cheats, what does she do? This is what you guys have to understand. If she cheats, what does he get? See, he didn't sign that contract because he doesn't have enough leverage to say, well, if you, I'm going to sign that contract, you're going to sign it too. But no, he's like, I don't want to lose the girl. I don't want to lose girl. What if she what if she starts an OnlyFans and you start saying, well, I didn't want you to start an OnlyFans. Well, you didn't sign no contract. You didn't say I couldn't do it. I'm going to do it. You need to put the contract on her. Or you're going to lose the leverage. And in this situation, this goofball uh, who's going to marry a woman named the Salami Queen is about to take an L. Let's watch it. I have just reached a new level of crazy because I just made, well, 
not made. Like I said, I did not make. I she told on herself. She told on herself. You see that? And look at her dumb ass look. Look at that look on her face. She told on herself. I made. Well, I didn't make. It sounds like you made him do it. See, I recent she was too busy celebrating and she told on herself. She glitched. See, I'm so smart. And she glitched. Well, I didn't make, uh, honey. I didn't make. Well, if you made him do it, he did it under coercion and it should be null and void the contract. Yes, he signed it under duress. Absolutely, Pete. If you made him do it, you coerced him and he signed it under duress because you just got engaged. So the contract's null and void. Continuing. A new level of crazy because I just made, well, not made, like I said. Like I said, like I said. I did not make. Uh-huh. He did it out of his own free will. <laughs> Jesus. Man, when are you guys going to wake up? He did it out of his own free will. It doesn't sound like it, ma'am. It sounds like you twisted his arm. And now you're on video trying to shuffle. Unbelievable. This is when you guys should see the signs. But my boyfriend, fiance. She can't even get it right. Who is it? Beyond boyfriend, fiance, what is it? Fiance, because we just got engaged. Uh, just signed a legal document and we got to notarize that if he I got a question. Who told her to do that? Somebody told her to do this enough to say, let's get it notarized and let's have a lawyer draw it up. Did you try up? Did you draw up a prenup at the same time? Nope. He cheats on me. He has to pay my bills. He paying your bills anyway. What the hell are you talking about? He already paying your bills. You already riding shotgun enough to damn record this video. He already paying you. And he gonna pay you when you divorce Grape from the kingdom come. He making a bad deal. We did. We just got a legal document signed and actually got it notarized, like legal AF, that if he cheats on me, he's screwed. Listen, listen to the language. Listen to the language. She gave up a lot of language here of that he's the subservient. Remember, the divorce is planned before the wedding. The divorce is planned before the wedding. <laughs> She literally said, he's screwed. And she's smiling about it. Hmm. Come on, man. You got to read. You guys got to listen to CGA. You guys got to listen to CGA. She said he's screwed. Meaning she will go to the ends of the earth to screw this guy sideways. All over the damn place. He's screwed. Now, who says that to a person you love? Who says that to a person you love? He's screwed. I'm going to ruin him. I'm going to end it on him. I'm going to tear him up. I'm going to turn him inside out. I'm going to. Listen. And actually got it notarized like legal AF that if he cheats on me, he's screwed. He's screwed. Who says that? Mm. Wait, 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 wait. Not my girl, coach. Who says to a person you love, you're intending to walk through life with. She planned this before they even walked down the aisle. Who says to another person, they're going to screw them? 
Somebody said Sierra. <laughs> Nobody says that. But of course, people say this all the time. And when you're in your blue pill plug-in, you completely missed it. She said about three or four things that are complete violations. The, the, the video itself is a violation of the relationship. And it's a complete one-sided contract. And this is how blue pill, hope strategists, purple pills get into marriages right here. I'm so smart or crazy. I'm so smart or crazy. Okay, she had hinted. By the way, they have a baby. So he already screwed. If you can see right here. Or crazy, I don't. Hold on for a second. They already have a child. He's screwed. I'm so smart. Or you see that? So smart. They already have a child in the child seat. So she hinted twice that she was crazy. You guys miss it. And you say, girl, you say, coach, but crazy women have the best peace leave. Yes, they do. This is why you're a bisexual, B-U-I sexual. You buy crazy women's peace leave, you lease it, and you turn it back in to the owner so they can do all the damn oil changes and the transmission slips, and they can do all of that and check the tires and kick the damn rims around. Replace the muffler and roll the damn mileage back. All right, that's what you do. That's what you do. You lease crazy piece of leave. You don't marry it. So they already have child. She already forced him to sign a contract. She said it herself. Under duress, he has a legal reason to leave that marriage or whatever he's going to do. She says she's crazy several times. And she also says, she also says, um, there was something else that she said um, that I missed that I come back. So anyway. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But a lot of people will miss this. I'll play it one more time. She had several drops in here. She had several drops that you, yeah, she's going to pray mantis him too. She's setting up the praying mantis by having him sign that lopsided ass contract. Like she's literally trying to wriggle out of the contract and she got her way to wriggle out of it. Oh, you cheated. I'll screw you now. Oh, that's the other one. I'm going to screw you. Wow. Just reached a new level of crazy because I just made well, not made like I said, I did not make. I he did it out of his own free will. But my boyfriend, fiance, my fiance, because we just got engaged, uh, just signed a legal document and we got it notarized that if he cheats on me, he has to pay my bills. We did. We just got a legal document signed and actually got it notarized, like legal AF that if he cheats on me, he's screwed. I'm so smart or crazy. I don't know. I she proud of herself. Let's go ahead and give her. Yeah. In these streets. Wow. All right. Let's do a couple super chats and we'll get into the main event. All right. We ain't going to waste no time. Two hours today. All right. That's always what my goal is. We're going to get into Tom Brady and Giselle. All right. The, the moment you've been waiting for. But do me a favor. I got 18 million people in here watching me live here on YouTube the best television show, the best edutainment here on YouTube, subscribe to the channel. Also, but we only got 683 likes, all right, out of 18 million people watching us live. If you're new here, you've just been rewarded with something special, and I got something special for you. Since you're new here, you're going to be able to see the debut of, of, of uh, hold on for a second. Uh, where's my, where is she? There she is right here. We'll go ahead and pull her right here. Well, really and what I want to be able to do is get 900 quick likes to be able to push this content against all odds to other people, all right? So what we're going to do is we're going to get a little belly deli, all right? Belly deli for 900 likes. Belly deli for 900 likes. Uh, This will be a lot of people's evening next Tuesday. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all, 
Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. What really gets me is that some of y'all be scared of a little belly. Y'all. Y'all see how scrum diddly um shit it look? Ooh, ooh, baby girl. Y'all scared of a little belly deli? Y'all scared of a little belly deli for what? Who told you be scared of that belly? Let it lose some. Let it. I know y'all see the football print. The football print go crazy. The football print go crazy. Come on. Parabola. Come on. Y equal X squared. Maybe cubed on some days. All right, ladies and gentlemen, appreciate that. We are at 891. We're just right there. So go me, do me a favor. Hit that like button. Oh, we got over 900. We got it, man. Appreciate y'all for here. You know what I mean? And we did it. We did it. Sound like little Einsteins. We did it. Appreciate y'all. And that helps the algorithm, as you guys know. Algorithm is everything, especially when you're in the gulag of YouTube. All right. I'm in the gulag of YouTube, so every like uh, matters. I actually, actually down here with a red stapler. That's all they left me with, a red stapler. Anybody know where that context is? All right. All right, here we got right here. Albert Ingram says, your book really changed my life. I'm the author of two books, The Free Agent Lifestyle and The Evolution. It changed my life and my way of thinking. I went from 30K to 90K in nine months. He got money. Wait. He got money and should be at 100K by the end of the year. It's sad, though, because now all of my friends and family call me a Uncle Tom. All right. And a sellout. Wow. And he says, much respect to you, coach, and keep saving us young brothers out here. Appreciate you, man. Wow. Not the sellout. Not a Uncle Tom. <laughs> I actually love that. Please call me. I'm like, I love being called Uncle Tom. Matter of fact, say something like, He's smarter than the average bear. You know what I mean? <laughs> hmm. Him smarter than the average bear. All right. I actually prefer that than Uncle Tom, but I don't know. <laughs> where are you at? Never be afraid of the Uncle Tom. Uh, where are we at here? Who do I got? When would somebody ever call you an Uncle Tom and it actually ruined your life? <laughs> Oh, I'm an Uncle Tom. Oh, my life is absolutely ruined. What am I going to do now? No more picnics. Shout out to KT King. He says the MCU cameo we need is from CGA with, with uh, his soundboard with that you know what. Your rent's due, motherfucker. And then The Undertaker. We got the best soundboard game in the building, although some people are catching up. Right under the inspiration of CD. Who has the best soundboard game? I don't know. No, don't say their name in the damn. No, no, say do not say any other content creator names in the damn. I'm gonna block you. All right, shout out to <laughs> no government name in the latest She Hulk episode. She Hulk was taking down or talking down to a male co-worker and saying he called her living space the Dennisphere. Hmm. I don't even know what that means, but um. They're dropping spheres in the building. I got it. I got it. <laughs> Where are we at? Uh, 
Okay, let me let me check the cash app. I think we're done over there. No, or y'all dropping it like it's hot. We're almost done. Shout out to Mister Wilder. Eternal Hoops is in the building. Almost slipped. He says, "What's link? What's the link to the merch?" So the link to the merch is in the description box. However, however, it might be buried down there like I'm buried on YouTube. All right. So let me see who's up there here. Let me see if I can find it real quickly, really quickly. here. Um, Let's see if I can pop it up. I'll put it in the chat. That's what we'll do. It's under the apparel tab, but I know that it's a lot of stuff in the description box because I got a lot of stuff going on. here. I'm a one man band. I'm a traveling circus. Oh, his name was Dennis Manosphere? Is it? There's no way. There's no way. Was this name Dennis Manosphere? No way. Or Dennis the Menace. There it is right there, brother. Okay, uh, that's Eternal Hopes is in the building. I call you Eternal Hoops. Malik Brand says, Coach, $3.86 billion made on Lonely Fans. In 2021, he says, send the asteroid 3.86 billion. So that tells you where men's heads are. Men's heads are into simping. And I always find that because, again, I'm not into the looking at girls on, on the Instagram. Of course, they do pop up and I'll check it out from now, now and then, but I'm not into following them. So I'll check it out. I'll see something. I'll go, that's interesting. I'll click on it. And then I regret that I do because I see the amount of simping going on in the damn chat. I'm like, whoa, you know what I mean? In the comment section. And I'm like, what is going on here? So um, unfortunately, many of us have missed the opportunity to actually make money off of um, Instagram. You guys could have had your 304s lined up. But the industry, the pornography industry has it lined up. They got it sewed up uh, so much so that it's going to be hard for amateurs to do well. Right. So they have celebrities and they have the already the prawn companies that are already doing great content, which I'm assuming they're doing great. They're probably giving great perks and managed by not the girl. The girl's just the showpiece. The the management is by they're going Andrew Tate with this now. Shout out to Andrew Tate, meaning meaning um behind the scenes, these girls don't run their own OnlyFans. Sorry. The top, the top one percent or so of these girls probably have managers and Prawn companies are doing what they're doing. You know, it is what it is. What a world. What a world we live in, man. But it's never going back. So we've, uh, the Bible, shout out to the Christians. I know I, I know I go in hard on you Christians. But the Christians Bible has for a long time tried to keep women modest. Okay. And um, if you went to a church and got in Christ church, they tried a long time to keep women modest and they pushed the envelope and slightly encroached, 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 encroached uh, to the point where they start having female pastors and they start letting things go. Oh, well, you don't have to wear a suit. You don't have to wear a dress. You don't have to wear a long dress. You don't have to wear a short dress. You can wear a booty dress. You can come as you are. Come as you are. All right. And then it's over. I mean, now the next culture of people, they come in slop a lot or they come in dressed like a hooker. From the club right to the church. And now it's all off the rails for the Christian uh, societies in our, I mean, it is what it is. Um, it's the, the I believe that, you know, the Christian religion, although it's the most popular on earth right now, they have the, what I would say, the, they stand up the least for their principles. They always buckle on their culture, woke culture or whatever it is. The other religions don't really do that. <laughs> <laughs> the other religions be like, 
we going to light your ass up if you come over here telling us what to do. We going to blow something up. Pause. All right. Shout out to YouTube here. We blowing something up. Now, I'm going to give you a second to correct, cor- correct yourself and try to check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. <laughs> Islam has more followers. I know it's kind of on neck and neck. They be like, you better check yourself before you riggedy wreck yourself. But the church over there will be like, okay, we'll let everybody in. Sooner or later, they be in the choir. Sashay, Shantae. They be in there voguing in there, talking about, I'm not gay anymore. I've been delivered. I like women. I don't like men's no more. I like women. It's tough. I, I, it's sad to see you guys go the way of this, but it is what it is. I mean, I know people are, I don't, people might find that offensive, but I can't help you. You know what I mean? I'm a little bit of a tyrant myself. You know what I mean? I slap people backwards too. I'm like, oh, you, oh, word. Okay, look, you telling me what to do? <laughs> but no, not you guys. You guys will. <laughs> He that knoweth this God, knoweth God, if God is love, beloved, let us love one another. First John verse seven and eight. Mm. Beloved, let us love one another. Cause love is God and knoweth God and God is love. He that knoweth God, knoweth God because God is love. Beloved, let us love one another. First John verse seven and eight. And then all of a sudden, they just overrunning your stuff. Then they making y'all have church outside in masks in a parking lot. <laughs> all right. <laughs> anyway. All right. Anyway, man. Shout out to uh shout out to the Lord's people here. Man, I I I appreciate y'all, but you know, y'all gotta start standing up for yourself. I'm a I'm a menace out here. Shout out to Action Mac. We're gonna call you. He said, Oh, I messed it up. But anyway, shout out to Adolf Caesar. Hood taxes. I messed it all up. Ian, you even told me. Give myself a buzzer. Cesar Ramirez is in the building. Shout out to you. And Adolf Caesar's in the building. I'm a little bit scared now. I don't know what to do. Do my taxes, or I don't even want to tell that joke. Shout out to Jones G says for the new, 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 new world. Order. He says keep them at bay. Yeah, we were we was crossing the line this afternoon, this morning. We crossed the line this morning. All right, people was probably like they was looking like what? I mean, we didn't cross the line, but we rolled up to it. We walked up to the line. All right, let me see check Venmo, and then we're gonna get back to business. Oh, we're gonna do the main event. Oh, no, we're not. Shout out to El Jefe. He says, love the topic, CGA. One goat talking about another goat. Tom freaking Brady, number eight on the way. That would be fantastic if he won the Super Bowl. My friends overcharged me, says Meg was just in court sobbing about oppression and misogyny, but now she's back twerking on national TV. And by the way, is this a minstrel show? When are we going to recognize that most of the stuff that we watch as a people that you don't call out? You'll call out Kevin Samuels. You'll call out Andrew Tate. You'll call out CGA, but you're watching pure minstrel shows from hip hop music all the way to that damn empire and all of them shows. That's a damn minstrel show in itself. And then you got these damn female rappers talking very disgustingly on their platforms and 
y'all just be quiet as kept. Quiet as a church mouse, mouse pissing on cotton. You'll let them in. And then, and then what you'll do, yeah, loving hip-hop, whatever that damn girl is, blue face and whatever his girlfriend is. And then you know what you'll do? You'll literally sit here and act like you're a historian. Well, back in the day, what they used to do, now, nah, and then you're watching pure minstrel show in present time and not calling it out. It's absolutely devastating to your argument. Not only do you watch the minstrel show of the day, you participate in the, the debauchery. And then you don't even equate it to a minstrel show until the next generation comes and tell you how stupid the stuff you used to watch was. And racist, by the way. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely deplorable. And I'm watching it in real time as a very intelligent, smarter than the average bare human being. And I'm looking at this going, you're yelling about oppressed and I'm watching you do the crate challenge. And you got She-Hulk twerking. I mean, what are we doing here? I can't even. I can't even. I can't even take you seriously. What do you want me to do? Then you got the Duke volleyball player running around here lying. I actually was the first person to call it out. Well, at least I was after Jason Whitlock and the person who uh, did the article. I called her out. I said, that woman's lying. And I showed you videotape. Of course, people are now catching up to the story. But I did that story immediately. And I said, that woman's lying. And I said, she's more likely lying than not. And I gave you the history of why I thought she was lying. People haven't even got that in depth. And I related it to the Rosa Park orchestrated history. Orchestrated history. It's a highlighting issue or to actually highlight an issue that didn't happen. <laughs> and of course, people are angry with me. The pro-blacks were like, well, how dare you piss on Rosa Park? I didn't piss on her. I basically told you historically where she stood. In an orchestrated staged event, which it was which many of these events that you guys get angry are, are staged. But that's neither here. Let's get to the show. All right, let's get to the show. <laughs> you guys hate me, but listen, I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to tell you the truth, but you guys are too, you know what I mean? You're too blue-pilled. I don't even know what to say. You're too, well, what does that matter? There's always that person. Does it matter? Yes, it matters. If she has a stamp, <laughs> I know I gotta ease up because there's too many blue pill people, especially NFL people watching to hear that. Like, what is this? This guy's a conspiracy theorist. All right, anyway. Tom Brady. Let's get to Tom Brady. I call him Thomas Brady. Thomas Brady. Let's get to Thomas Brady here. What's going to happen here? As you can see, I'm gonna call you Coach Adamus has been on the on the case. All right, if you guys want me to just shuffle, just let me know. Here's Coach Radamus on the case here. Uh, when was this video? I, I wish, do, do they show the date? When is the date of this video? I think it was nine months ago. Uh, there it is right there, nine months ago. There's Jay Flo still watching. He's in the comment section. Nine months ago. And I did an entire stream on this. Giselle Bunchen facing very difficult relationship. And I broke down. Why, by the end of next year, she's just going to be one to focus on her career. Oh, uh, I said that she wanted Tom Brady to leave his career. He won the Tampa Bay. He won in Tampa Bay. She wanted him just to walk off the field. You won your last one. Just come back home and take care of these kids. And I was like, he's not going to do that. He's going to do that for the, the couple of weeks, and his ass going to shuffle right back to football. Or I said he'll be announcing, which, sorry, I, I, I hate being right. 
But in this situation here, let's 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 show, let's show you the, what's going on with you uh, with with you normies. First and foremost, we're going to talk about the marriage will later. This follows specifically the marriage will path. Professional athletes have a significantly high divorce rate. High divorce rate plays uh, plays havoc on athletes' retirements. Tom Brady knows this. Everybody in the world knows this. Tom Brady, uh, professional athletes are said to have more than a 60% divorce rate. And they're broke within five years of retirement, which I don't think Tom Brady has to worry about, especially that he just signed the new deal. But despite having an average incomes of $1.6 million in their career. So the divorce rates are extremely high. It doesn't matter who you are. You name an athlete, he's probably even heard, he's probably been through a divorce or he has... um. He has uh, been tempted by a divorce, right? The only one that I can think of who haven't is Magic Johnson. He didn't get the divorce. He got the package. Mm. Cookie stayed along with him and even hatched his baby. But uh, many other people, the top-tier athletes in the echelon, Tiger Woods, uh, Mike Tyson, Michael Jordan, um, you know, Scottie Pippen, if you will. Uh, Anybody who's probably great as an athlete, Jack Nicholson. Was it Jack Nicholson or Norman? Greg Norman, one of them, got mega divorces, and a lot of these uh, women target these athletes specifically. Matter of fact, I talked about many of the women that you guys elevate, meaning women who work for the streets and work for pimps. I say they're not remarkable women. None of these women are remarkable, right, that work that. The the remarkable thing that they do is they turn their money over to uh, the pimp, right? And that only that's the only thing that makes her remarkable. Other than that, she's a scab peeling skeezer. Now, you take the athlete's wife. This guy's at the top of his game. He's in his own echelon. He's above most everybody in earning, many times in genetics, many times in looks, many times in talent. And he takes a non-remarkable woman. The only thing that she has is attraction genetically. He takes a non-remarkable woman and rewards her. Many times the woman comes out on the back end of the deal and she says, I'm not happy. And she (laughs) elevates herself on a level of him when she's unremarkable other than her looks. Mm. And you're going, and then they start playing the legal game. Well, you owe me this and you owe me that. And then she starts dictating what they should do in their career. Jason Kidd. Jason Kidd's wife, allegedly, when he played for the New Jersey Brooklyn Nets, she allegedly would go into the marketing meetings to find out what these people were doing for marketing his husband. I'm going to tell you, I don't know if you know how if that's overstepping the line, but that's crossing the line. You're a non-remarkable person. Why do you think that you should do that? Why do you think you get to do that other than you're married to this man who has a remarkable talent? You don't. But this is how crazy some people are. They elevate themselves above you, the normie, and then they put themselves on the same level as their husband, and they're not. But you go down the line. Many of these athletes, Russell Wilson, got a divorce. His wife riding the Golden Tate gravy train. Tim Duncan's wife cheating on him with the a personal trainer that she had in her gym that she owned. Mm. I mean, it goes down the line. You go, wow. Now, you yourself, <laughs> you yourself are just a regular Joe. You're trying to make it out here in this world. You're trying to actually talk to women who believe that they're above you just by nature, that they're a woman. They're not remarkable. They're not talented many times. And they're not many uh, very smart. Sometimes, sometimes, most times. 
And they're putting themselves above you because they have the gold of the JJ. They believe they have the leverage. When you don't have the leverage, you fall for this. You think you have no hope, especially when you see the most famous men in the world falling victim to this, as Tom Brady is. Let's get to the point here. If you want the source, there's trouble in paradise. Tom Brady, the seven-time Super Bowl winning, greatest quarterback. There's no argument anymore. He is the greatest quarterback of all time. I was partial to Joe Montana, but listen, Joe Montana won four. Tom Brady wins seven. He probably, he appeared in 10 or 12, if I'm not mistaken. In a modern age in which it's very difficult to actually get to a Super Bowl. I believe he's been to 10 or 11. And he might be the greatest African-American at at that. Look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? If you don't know, I put in the previous video nine months ago uh, that Tom Brady's returning back to football. He retired under a little bit of pressure. Probably everybody would say Giselle was not happy. I'm not happy. (laughs) She wanted Tom Brady to participate in raising her kids. Okay. You need to help raise these kids. Now, most of these kids that Tom Brady has, I don't think are younger than eight and not older than 14. Like, they're in that middle group there. There's not much you need to do for the kids that age. I mean, the eight-year-old, the eight-year-old, you might need to make SpaghettiOs if you need to. You might need to make SpaghettiOs. You could maybe pick them up from school at 2.30. That seems quite boring and probably not out of the realm of possibility for a Tom Brady. I don't see him willing to do that. Not only that, you could hire someone to do this. I know people who make less than Giselle and Tom Brady. They have a person that does this. They have a chauffeur. They have a nanny. They have somebody that could complete this goal. But in her mind, Giselle, I'm assuming what she believed was going to happen because this is what she did for her children, that she, as a model, was going to be a PTA parent. She was going to be a PTA PTA helicopter mom. And in her mind, she was going to return back to work and Tom Brady was going to fill the void. Now, this would be reprehensible behavior, although when I lived in Newport Coast, I lived near Kobe Bryant. And believe it or not, Kobe Bryant made a very great attempt at being around his kids, his daughters. He had uh, three. He has four daughters. Unfortunately, rest in peace to Kobe. Now somebody's going to say I sneaked this Kobe. <laughs> Did not sneak this. I just mentioned him. Are you going to run to your hero's cape for Kobe now? Shout out to Kobe. But my school, my kid's schools was next to Kobe's kid's school. And so what happened is he would go all the time. I would see him breaking several moving violation laws to pick up his daughters. I guess there's a sneak disc there. <laughs> but he actually did pick up his kids, even on game days. I literally would see Kobe's cars. Kobe, Kobe Bryant picking his daughters up from school, and then he'd be playing in the game that night in which he took a helicopter to get to the game. So now it makes sense how he was able to do both things, but that's neither here nor there. And then someone's going to accuse me of sneak dissing again, so I don't want to even bring it up no more. <laughs> not messing with you guys. If you know the reference. But... Let's talk about this. Giselle was thinking Tom Brady was going to be doing what Kobe Bryant did 
picking up children. I don't know how she saw that. I don't know if she agreed to that or if he agreed to that. I don't know. But in her mind, she's, that's what she saw. Now, Tom Brady made an honest attempt. He retired from the NFL. He announced a retirement. Behind the scenes, he was working to get with the Miami Dolphins. And I believe he retired somewhere near they were working the Miami Dolphin deal. If you guys don't know about that, that's a little bit complex. He was never going to intend to retire. I think he was trying to placate Giselle. What he was going to do was hold the hold the Buccaneers hostage. The Buccaneers knew that Miami was going to work some draft picks to trade him to the Miami Dolphins. Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints was going to resign from New Orleans. He was going to be the coach for the Dolphins. They were going to kick Flores out, who sued the NFL. It's a complicated thing. Mm. <laughs> All right. And somebody opened, you know who it happened? Flores opened his mouth and pulled a lawsuit out. The black coach, Brian Flores. Jesus. So the Miami Dolphins and the Oakland Raiders, the Las Vegas Raiders took an L. So Tom Brady was never retiring. He just was doing something to get him. And he was going to be a part owner of the Miami Dolphins. So that was the plan. That was the plan. In Giselle's mind, he was going to be taking his kids back and forth. And what happened was he did it for a couple of weeks. He The Miami deal, Dolphin deal blew up in everybody's face. Brian Flores sued everybody's pants and started squealing like a pig. He started ratting on everybody, <laughs> right? Telling them the owner said to toss the games. Catastrophe. All because of Tom Brady, by the way. And Giselle's now going to blow up the deal further. As a matter of fact, if the deal went through, you know who would have blew it up? Giselle. Giselle would have threw a monkey wrench in the entire thing. Why do we say that? She's throwing a monkey wrench in this. Because the deal didn't go down. Now she's pouting because Tom Brady went back to the Buccaneers. I probably assume that the deal was you go to Miami, we'll make it work, and then you retire after a year and you be an owner. Well, that fell through. So Tom had to go to plan B. Plan B was, plan B was, I'm going back to Tampa Bay, and she wasn't having it. That's what happened. That's exactly what happened, and now Coach Adamas is talking about it. The Miami deal blew up, and she says, well, you don't need to play football no more, and he was like, screw you. He was like, your rent's due, motherfucker. Okay, let's read the article here. Uh, trouble. Uh, there's trouble in a Tom Brady Giselle bunch in paradise. Multiple sources tell page six exclusively the model has left their family compound in Tampa Bay for Costa Rica. Oh, Lord. Following a series of heated arguments over Brady's shocking decision to unretire from the NFL while he remained uh, remain behind uh, for team training camp. Um, it says right here, Tom and Giselle are in a fight right now. Imagine this. I'm not happy. <laughs> oh, she getting her cheeks clapped, all right. And guess what? Oddly enough, timing-wise, Leonardo has broken up with his girlfriend. So Leonardo might just go and get a little bit of sloppy seconds to see if he likes it at age 40. All right, because he had her at age 21. Leonardo breaks up with his girlfriend. Maybe he's going to Costa Rica. 
All right, let's go ahead and read this article here. It says right here, Tom and Giselle are in a fight right now. A source tells page six, adding that this has happened before with the couple, but they've always reunited in the past. Well, she seems like a piece of work. She seems like a handful. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, you know what I mean? You got to deal with people like this. The news came after the Buccaneers quarterback 45 missed 11 days of training camp in August. When quizzed about his disappearance, the star of the sports star says, quote, it's all personal. And we knew what it was. Everyone's got different situations they're dealing with. We all have really unique challenges in our lives. I'm a 45-year-old man. I'm a 45-year-old man. There's a lot of ish going on. Now, the only thing that could be apparent going on, other than a sickness, some health issues with the kids, um, or maybe a death in the family, the only thing that could be going on there is a divorce. We knew that there was trouble in paradise, and he missed 11 days in training camp. And for you normies, missing any days in training camp is detrimental to the team when you're the starting quarterback. If you're expected to be the starter, you can't miss 11 days in training camp. I mean, that's that's unprecedented for anybody unless they were holding out contractually. It's unprecedented for a starting quarterback to miss 11 days. And he missed 11 days to save his marriage, which he's going to lose anyway. He's going to lose anyway. That's basically what on week one of the NFL, they're just going to throw the team out there and say, good luck, right? And hope that they don't get off on a slow start. When quizzed about his disappearance, the sports star, oh, I already read that. Reps for both Brady and Bunch in age 42, both of them are age 42, who share children that we don't talk about here. Says decline to comment. And there they are in happy days in love. I'm in love with you. Love with you. I'm in love. Yeah. All right. Oh, don't you believe in love, coach? If it is in love. Man, love is temporary, man. And divorce is fatal. It's real out here in the field. And it's real out here even for Thomas Brady with that manicure he got on his nails. Shout out to him and shout out to whoever called me out on my fingernails earlier. All right, anyway, a second source says there's been trouble in their marriage over the decision to unretire. Giselle has always been the one with the kids. I'm not happy. <laughs> ma'am, ma'am. We need to really get an understanding of what's going on here. Ladies, come close. I want to understand why women always throwing the kids as human as shields, using the kids against the man. What do that have? To, okay, look, didn't you want to have the kids? You wanted kids. You didn't want kids? Oh, Tom clubbed Giselle over the, over the head, dragged her by her ponytail, knocked her up three times. I doubt it. I bet you she says, I wanted kids. Now her ass going. He never around the kid. What is it going to be? What the hell? I'm always around. Guys, when you get married, if you get married and you have kids, you're going to hear that one. You're going to hear that one. You're never here. You're always gone. I'm always taking care of these kids. Yes, it's a hard job. By the way, Giselle, there has to be a nanny. You have to dip into your you have to dip into your bank account. Are you mad? <laughs> All right. 
Uh, are you mad that he's focusing on his career? Is this a thing that you're using the kids to try to say you want to be working? This is apparent. But why are you throwing the fact? What do you think he's going to do? Babysit the kids? I mean, I know not babysit, but you know what I mean? What do you think he's going to do? Just sit up under the kids all day long? She's mad because of that. Guys, that's an argument he ain't going to win. And every woman knows that. He cannot win that argument because she's using the kids against him. Quote, they had agreed he would retire to focus on the family. Then he changed his mind. So they're saying he bait and switched her. He changed his mind. Women, y'all change y'all mind all the time. You guys are the queens of bait and switch. As an insider, they have a fiery relationship. Okay, so there's abuse on both sides. I think he's probably receiving on the recipient end of the abuse. Because I ain't seen no marks around her long ass neck. Okay, that giraffe neck. I ain't seen no marks around her neck. Guys, 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 <laughs> she probably be lighting his ass up. She pro When they doors close, they all waved everybody. Y'all come back now here, right? Outside like the Beverly Hillbillies. Dun -dun 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 -dun. And they, everybody leave their house. Y'all come back now here. That door closed. She probably lights his ass up every night, bro. Mm. Lights his ass up. All kind of gaslighting, all kind of abuse, verbal abuse, emotional abuse, hiding the peace leave. She'd probably be like, I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. She'd probably be uh, uh, putting all kind of voodoo curses, Brazilian voodoo curses on his ass, putting a root on him. She'd be putting a root on him in the eyeballs like this. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure she's doing some. Very nefarious, abusive things. Cursing all in Portuguese. Throwing a fit, hair standing up. I I can guarantee you that's happening. And he probably just be taking it. <laughs> Putting period blood in his spaghetti. Oh, man, I guarantee you, bro. I mean, this is all alleged, by the way. I know I'm a, this is all alleged. I must say, allegedly. She does these things. These aren't things that are confirmed. These are alleged things that people are acknowledging in this article. Because they just said right here, they have a fiery relationship. Giselle is a bit of a hothead. She has that Brazilian heat. Confirmed. No longer alleged. <laughs> Passport bros, you guys want to check in? Passport bros. Passport bros, uh, check in, check in, check in, check in. Church, check in. Passport bros, check in. Uh, have a seat right here. Uh, sit down, Indian style, right in front of me. Um, didn't you tell me these women are more feminine? Didn't you tell me these women are more malleable? They're raised in the patriarchy. <laughs> Passport bros, like, what happened? Passport bro, what what we? <laughs> <I'm just playing. laughs> all right passport bro's like come on man i thought the brazilian went oh it's the oh it's the african brazilian it's the afro brazilian oh she's american okay and she's in america so i'm just playing you know what i mean now that's a sneak diss well y'all sensitive all right um let's read right here in may bunch of told british vogue i don't think the relationship just happened relationships just happened 
it is never the fairy tale people want us to believe. So Giselle is red pill. It takes work to be really in sync with someone, especially after you have kids. Oh, she, there's the kids again. She said, adding his focus is on his career. So I could focus on my career. And my focus is on the kids. There she is once again. This is about the 5th, 11th time that she didn't threw her kids on top. And she is a stepmom, so she probably mad that she raising another woman's kids. Brady is said to be uh, caring for the kids while Bunchin is away. So, she, oh, Lord, she didn't went to Costa Rica. She didn't went to Costa Rica by herself. She didn't left. You take care of these damn kids. She didn't went off. I'm getting on the plane and I'm going to see Enrique. Enrique. All right, it says right here. And uh, Monday, he posted a video of himself taking Benjamin and Vivian to the first day of school. Yikes, boy, she got them all hemmed up. He's such a doting dad and a very good family man, said the source. As Brady did, this is during the training camp. This boy right here, it says, as Brady did a quick about face on his retirement, Bunchin has always also been working again and is currently starring in a new Burberry campaign. So I could focus on my career. It's almost like Giselle was like, well, if you're going to keep playing football, I'm sorry, if you're going to keep playing, so will I, said the second source. She's resentful that Tom is still the football star. She's jealous. Mm. Hey, guys, I'm going to tell you, I dealt with this in a marriage. Not saying that was a perfect marital person myself, but this is natural. Women will get jealous of you, especially if you start doing well in your career. They're going to get jealous. And she's going to say, where's my attention, especially if she's used to getting attention. And worldwide, Giselle is more well-known than Tom Brady. In America, not so much, because we don't care about people like that. But uh, in, a, in the worldwide, and in the millionaire and the billionaire community, and in the fashion model industry, Giselle has more net worth and is more well-known than Tom Brady. Tom Brady can't go to Europe and, and get carte blanche. Giselle can. I mean, relatively, comparatively. So she's competing against her own husband in their marriage. And I'm going to tell you, guys, you will find out that you will be sleeping next to the person that is going to sabotage your life in ways no one else could. I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to repeat this. For men who have been in long-term marriages, for years, for nights, for weeks and months, you will rest and be in the most vulnerable position, meaning sleep and unaware, unable to, to protect yourself. You will be sleeping next to the person who will be sabotaging you on a daily basis. Every now and then, she'll smile in your face. Every now and then, she'll even lie down on her back. But she will begin to be the mole in your relationship. She'll be talking behind your back. She'll be setting up a divorce. She'll be meeting with a divorce attorney. She'll be talking to her mom, which is your monster-in-law. And they'll be talking about and this and that and this and that and what you need to do. She'll be telling her friends one story and telling your friends another story. This type of sabotage is what's very common in marriages. And nobody calls it out. Not even Dr. John Deloney. This is sabotage. Because what a person would do if you really love someone is you, you would make sure that you get this in-house but no you're not you're gonna sabotage it from within 
cannot tell me that she's not doing this because this article infers that she's doing this right now. Now, we'll go on to another story right here. It says, right, I'm sorry, in 2020, during an appearance on the Howard Stern show on Sirius XM, Sirius hit your brother up, Brady admitted, quote, a couple of years ago, Bunchin didn't feel like I was doing my part for the family, unquote, and quote, she felt like I would play football all season and she would take care of the house. He added, she wasn't satisfied with our marriage. I'm not happy. <laughs> so I needed to make a change in that. Her point was, well, yeah, of course this works for you. It all works for you. I'm not happy. <laughs> but it doesn't work for me. Damn. Boy, some people are just shady as hell. Some people are just unhappy. Some people are just miserable. These people are rich beyond your wildest dreams. They can hire people. What she's asking Tom to do, I know they're like, you should be, Tom is not going to take the kids back and forth to school. We already know that. By the way, it would be dumb for him to do that. We already know that. She wants Tom to suffer like she suffered raising her kids. And she hates Tom more than she loves her own kids. And that's going to be disastrous for Tom. This is a bitter woman. She's jealous. She's bitter. And she's sabotaging this guy. And using the kids as a human shield against. She's using the kids against him. And look at him. Have you noticed Tom Brady always looking like this? There he is right there. Why are you always looking like this? He watching the game. He trying to win Super Bowls. He trying to be elite. He trying to be the GOAT. He trying to be the greatest of all time. And then he can't win. Hey, hey. You can't win. You can't win. You can't win. You don't believe in me. What do I need to do? You can't win. Baby, I'm yours. You can't win. Shit. <laughs> I can't do no right, he says. And I'm the greatest of all time. And most recently, Brady had admitted that he needs to do better about balancing his NFL career and spending time with his family. Guys, you can't be both. I mean, I get it. During the offseason, my family got a lot of time, and I enjoyed that. He said, I can still do a better job of that. I just constantly, I'm just trying, wait, it's just constantly trying to be a little bit better every day. He ain't built for this. <laughs> Ma'am, Tom Brady ain't built for this. You know what he built for? To run around, around 320-pound linebackers and throw balls in end zones and run the damn nickel and dime West Coast offense up the field. That's what he does. He runs five yards, 10 yards down the field. That's what he does. He just dinks and dunks all the way down the field. That's what he's good at. He ain't going to throw that damn thing all the way down the field. He ain't going to throw a Hail Mary. He's going to throw it five and 10 yards, slant routes, out routes, curls, fades, comebacks. Let the man do what he does. Why I got to be? Mr. Uh, Daddy Daycare, let him be the GOAT and you feel the hell in. But nope, 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 nope. I'm not happy. <laughs> Many sources have been picking this particular argument up right here. Tom Brady, wife Giselle packs up and leaves after an argument about him unretiring. Tom Brady and Giselle in an epic fight. All right, so this is basically big news right here. Hence that marital trouble. Let's go to this article. Tom Brady admits major issues in the marriage with Giselle. So it wasn't just one. 
But of course, this is the big question, and we'll take your comments. This is the big question. Oh, you don't see it. Stop. Stop sharing. Here's the big question. Tom Brady, in May, after he retired, this is the question I have. After he retired from football, right there in May, after the Miami Dolphin deal blew up, he was like, all right, I guess I'll go be a telecaster. I'll be a commentator like the great Tony Romo. He's done a great job. He signed a 10-year, $375 million deal with Fox News, which means to tell, which means to say, he wasn't going to be at home anyway. What is he going to do all home games from Tampa? He was not going to be home anyway. That indicator was there in May. He was going to be on the road, traveling, doing interviews. I don't know how you know how football works, but he just doesn't show up talking in the game. He got to do the teleprompter. He's got to get dressed. He's got to do lighting. He's got to do interviews. He's got to make appearances. He's got to run this TB12 company. He would have been busy anyway. He would have been busy anyway. Where in this do you see Giselle or any woman that's supporting Giselle? Where do you see that he was going to be available to take the kids to maybe on Tuesday, maybe on Wednesday, okay? But that would be the only days that he would be able to do it. Monday, he's just dragging in town from the previous night's game. If he's doing Monday night football, I have no idea. Then you got Thursday night games. Then you got scouting. Then you got meetings. You got interviews. You got to get to the next place by Friday, Thursday, Friday. Game on Sat- game on Saturday and or Sunday. Game on Sunday, obviously, in the earlier parts of the year. Where was he going to be at home? Wow. And so this guy's making his money. He is who he is. And the guy, let me just tell you something. This is a miserable place for men to be. For the people, for the people who don't understand from the male perspective, and you're not wanting to hear this from the women pers- or you only want to hear from the women's perspective. This is how it is. And I can somewhat relate. No matter what you do, it ain't good enough. And it's a horrible feeling as a man. It's demoralizing. It makes a man want to think about his life because you put the man down so much. He's built. He's done what he's done best. He's found his path. He was able to monetize it. He was able to be successful and one time be considered the greatest in his professional. He's made his money. He's made his mark. He has his kids. His kids love him. He loves his kids. He loves his wife. He loves what he's done in his life. And it still ain't good enough. He's sitting going. Damn, I'm sweating like a ninja at a white woman funeral. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. I could be out here clapping junior college cheeks, but they tell me I wouldn't be happy doing that. They said I would be living a sad, lonely, miserable life. So I'm going to stay with my wife and I'm going to work it out and I'm going to be the best father I can be. And every time he does it, she's back telling him he's a loser. He's she back telling him he ain't good enough. She back telling him, I'm not happy. (laughs) This is sad. Imagine this is you. Think of how sad you guys are, guys. You ain't got the love of your life. And this man sitting here 
winning Super Bowls. He's at the top. He's recognizable. Holes are throwing panties. They're giving them numbers. Left and right. He's able to clap any cheeks he can want worldwide. Worldwide BDP. He can clap cheeks almost with any woman he wants in the world. Even if he wanted to get down with a ratchet, she'll think, I'll take time. He could get a boat and just be banging girls away. He could get whatever he wants. And he goes home depressed. Telling, listening to his wife tell him that he's a loser. Imagine you're Tom Brady and Tom Brady's playing the ring game. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Steph Curry, Russell Wilson, and Patrick Mahomes, I want you to take note. Those three gentlemen, you're on the clock. As of today. As of today. I know we've been saying you've been on the clock, but it is time now to put you officially on the clock. Those three individuals. Because the women that you have have already showed signs of doing what Giselle's doing to Tom. They already show signs that they're going to do this to you. They have you by the balls. So we're going to go say, Steph Curry, attention, come to the coach game, come to the Desert Storm bunker. We need to have a meeting. Russell Wilson, we need you now to get to the back cave. Patrick Mahomes, go ahead and get over here right now. The light skin brigade is time for a light skin meeting held by chocolatey skin coach. Let's get them light skin boys in the building. And we're going to sit you down here with butterscotch chairs and caramel kisses. Pause. Mm. He said, don't forget. Oh, don't forget about LeBron. LeBron already on the clock. I already showed you. And how, why is it always? That when we talk about these things, people want to say, it's their business. No, it ain't. They're public figures. It's our business. Mm. Okay? Not only that. What are you talking about? They're public figures. They had the nerve to push their marriage out in front of us and flaunt it. They had the nerve to put their kids all on the damn microphone at the damn post-press conference. They had the nerve to benefit financially from them being married. Oh, it's our business. Bring it to CGA. <laughs> uh-huh. It's our business. Now, your private citizen ass, it's not my business. But if I find out. But what we're going to do, what we're going to do is we're going to call them brothers. LeBron, you can get in here, too. We got to have a meeting. We got to let you guys know what the next plan is. Because when it ignites, it's going to be ugly. All right. Anyway. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> All right, where are we at here? Where are we at? These people want to push. See, this is what happens. These people who believe in marriage and don't want to listen to coach in the marriage wheel. Okay, the marriage wheel is undefeated. What they want to do, and this is what they do to men who get divorced and they break the, the wife's bait and switch. What they want to do is they want to hear all your successes about marriage. They want to flaunt the winning about marriage. But when it gets ugly and we're going to start telling men of how you're getting screwed in marriage, they want you to shut up. It's their business. Don't talk about it. Well, you got divorced. You're just bitter and hurt. Don't talk about it. 
Nah, you want me to talk about my marriage and where I proposed to my wife and how I had my kids and how I was there and I was a good daddy and how I was daddy of the year. You want me to celebrate me uh, when I happy anniversary, honey, you complete me, you make me, you're the most important. You want me to be public then. But as soon as it start blowing up and 70% of people faces, you want people to be quiet. It's their business. Nope. No, it's not. It is not their business. Because if it was their business, they wouldn't have shared it to begin with. <laughs> All right. Here it is right here. When you want us to find out the debaucherous nature of marriage, you want everybody to be quiet. <laughs> and I ain't having it. I'm going to use this as content. Oh, aren't you just special? What did you get her for her first anniversary? How about her fifth? How was your marriage? How was your wedding? I need a man that be like you, a simp like you that will marry me. You want to talk about it then. But what about now? All right, where are we at here? All right, we got, um. oh, they didn't kick me out of Venmo. We got another show in the morning. Are there fires in Southern California or New Orleans? I mean, uh, Las Vegas. I don't know where I am. I'm a, I'm in a non I'm in I'm in parts unknown. Shout out to my friends overcharged me. He says Meg was just in court. I already got you. And he says uh, she's the Saints and he's Ricky Williams. That contract is horrible. All my sports fans going to get that reference. Yeah, when the Saints gave up, they hold them for Ricky Williams. Yeah, that didn't work out for the Saints at all. And that was Mike Dicker. I believe it was Mike Dicker. And I believe Ricky Williams represented himself or it was Master P. I think Master P was his agent. <laughs> Shout out to Master P. I think he figured it out after that. That was a disaster. Yeah, I think Master P was his agent. By the way, go buy some rap snacks. I've actually bought them. They're pretty good. Where are we at here? Did I get this guy's right here? All right, we got PayPal. Hmm. I got you already. Rap Snacks, if you want me to sponsor your show or sponsor your snacks, let me know. Uh, let's see here. Did I get to KT King? Oh, he says, if you think what Disney or Marvel is doing with the She-Hulk is bad, now wait till... Wait until Black Panther's Wakanda forever drops in November. Disney is trying to ignore fans wanting T'Challa recast ASAP. So people already know where that's going. That's going to be a massive disappointment disappointment to a lot of people. Um, many people might think that they don't even need to do Black Panther 2. <laughs> right? Why would you do Black Panther 2? There's no Black Panther. I mean, I don't know. I didn't follow the comic books. Is this is this a precedent here? Where's the young Ripper when I need him? But they are going to, they're going, I, mean, I don't have any hope. I, I'm not living the hope strategy. That one's going to be tragic. I'm predicting that that movie for most people will be a tragedy. <laughs> All right. Anyway, they should have put me in a movie, right? I guess. I would have went in there. Yeah, it's going to flop. It's going to be bad, especially when the early reviews are going to come out. And you know what I mean? Somebody's going to spoiler alert. And if they hear what people are anticipating, people are going to be pissed. Shout out to no government name coach. Love the new year. 
bought two shirts and a hoodie, free agent for life. Also, did you see that Lana Rhodes is bashing the NBA player who knocked her up in her IG story, LOL? He told her to go F yourself after she had the baby, not Lana Rhodes. Man almighty, who did she get knocked up by? I don't even know. Let me see if I can find it. Oh, wait a minute. It wasn't Kevin Durant. Oh, is it Kevin Durant? They're they're assuming it says right here. Was it KD? They said it's KD's baby. And he's well, remember, remember, okay, KD wasn't it? Was it Blake? Remember, they were saying that KD was the one, and then they were confused whether it was KD or um James Harden. Remember that situation? If it was Blake. If it was Blake Griffin, oh my gosh. Yo, Blake got bad luck. Who's the baby? Who that baby pappy? Hold on for a second. Ah, the pappy. I'm going to show you who the pappy. I'm going to show you who the pappy of that baby is, that chocolatey baby is. I think um this man is going to be, let me see if I can find him. Yeah. Uh, we found we found the daddy. So everybody calm down. Here's the daddy right here. We're going to put him up on the screen right there. There's the daddy right there. That a pappy right there. We definitely found the pappy. I'm the pappy. Bernie Mac is the pappy. Jangle egg, jangle egg. Or is it? And that's you. Jangle egg is the pappy. I beg to differ. I'm that baby daddy. He the pappy. Is he the pappy? Lana Rhodes is the girl, the thick girl. Remember, she grew up and out. Woo! And they lined all the New Jersey Nets up like this. Who do you think is can't get right, baby? Okay, who is can't get right on the New Jersey Nets? They're the pappy right there. Who's can't get right? Uh-oh. Look, this is how they lining up the New Jersey Nets like this right here. All right? They holding up Lana Rose baby next to all the New Jersey Nets. But this is the baby daddy right there. He the real baby daddy. Who can't get right is over there. <laughs> All right. Anyway, what a mess. What an absolute farce. Who had that chocolatey baby? That's what he said in life. If you haven't seen life, I love that movie. I love that movie. I've seen that movie way too many times. Shout out to the gun line. And hopping Bob. All right. Anyway, did I get you, brother? Lana Rhodes. Maybe we'll do that show tomorrow. We definitely got to go check in on Lana Rhodes and see who the pappy of that baby is. Maybe that'll be the game. Friday, I try to make it a game. It's a game show on Friday. Shout out to Maryland guy. He says, I just popped in here, but today I read an article about LA is ending the eviction and rent hike moratorium starting in 2023 if you think you're homeless now wait into la so he says if, if you think the homeless problem is bad now just wait well the thing is it's still going to take some time to run the evictions um i know people who own properties in la and uh for people who are into real estate and oh it's fantastic you could be a landowner you could be a landlord man people are getting screwed who own rental properties in la they're getting absolutely screwed because if it's a not 
if a purpose, a purpose, I'm sorry, a person can choose to pay rent. They can choose to pay rent, essentially. Now, um, when they end this moratorium in 2023, it's going to cause havoc on the courts and there are going to be a lot of delays. First, you got to serve eviction. You got to get in the court. Um, and then you got to be able to get the court to say that you can evict. It's going to be a problem. But uh, but if they're going to end it in 2023, man, L.A. is going to be, we talk about New York becoming Gotham City. L.A. is going to be Gotham. It's going to be that movie with Michael Douglas. Remember, he lost his mind. He finally got tired of his wife. He was like, hell with this. What was that movie called? It's going to turn into that. Oh, nobody in L.A. is thinking about this. Your rent's due, motherfucker. It's going to be grand. Oh, Falling Down was that movie. Yeah, Falling Down. It's going to turn into Falling Down. Somebody says, what happened to your podcast on Spotify? What happened? Did they, did they cancel me? I have no idea. They already took me down. I thought I was getting a deal. I was too hot for Spotify. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't be checking to see what the hell going on over there. <laughs> I can't check everything. Did they take me down or what? I don't know. I see it right there. Open Spotify. Canceled. Oh, nope. It's just three dots. I guess I got canceled. It's just three dots. Yep. Can't find that podcast. I got canceled on Spotify. Thanks for the notice. I tell you, it's a little bit tough. Spotify said, Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, they can't handle me over there. So I'll check in to see what happened over there. I'll log in. I'm over on too many places. I don't know. Yeah, can't find this podcast. So I'll figure out what happened. I don't know. I can't keep track. Where are we at here? All right, I'm on PayPal. We got one more. We got a couple more. I can't think about this right now. Shout out to Jose V. He says, Giselle is a tall and blonde woman in South America. Bunchen is a German name. And a lot of Germans went to South America after that good old number World War II, just saying. That's true, too. That is true, too. She doesn't really look Brazilian. She actually surprises me that she's Brazilian, right? So Giselle Bunchen, Bunchen, for sure. They done ran down there, and Europeans get the traveling. Europeans get the traveling. All right, let me see here. What else is, oh, my Lord. All right, let me get to the Cash App, and then we'll, Osiris J says, this afternoon show was fire, Coach. Appreciate you, man. All right. Shout out to the number one stunner. What, 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 what? I knew that dude girl story sound fugazi. Give her the buzzer. It just doesn't even sound right. And then when you see the video game, when you see the video footage, you're like, wait, there were thousands of people in the gym? Nah, nah. Melvin says, coach game in the building. Yes, indeed. Albert Chalmers, don't forget Kevin Garnett. He pays a $192,000 a month. I remember the story, and it's still, is that right? 192 a month. God damn, he's going to end up broke. Uh, shout out to your boy, Scoop. Keep your foot on their necks, man. He says, chicken going bark. That's what they do. Kane Miller. Hey, coach, men need this. Yes, they do. And they don't want you to have this. I'm just letting you know. They don't want to have you this. They don't want you to have this information. 
right? Rico, coach, I'm 28 and currently dating a woman's age that I cannot mention right now. So I would love to mention it. But some people are really uncomfortable with that. And they really don't know. It might apply where you are. It might be totally fair. But people are programmed to believe it's foul when it's technically not, right? So it's hard for people to hear that. And I'm not going to say it because people are going to be slinging around numbers there. But it is it is not an illegal number. <laughs> it's not an illegal number. So anyway, let me see here. Did I get everybody? We're going to be ready to go for the evening. Did we get under two hours? That was my goal. All right. I said two hours and that was going to be it. I'm going to check on the last one. All we did is have somebody here come in last pause. All right. And it's from our homeboy. He says, your logic is undeniable. That's our man, Charles W. The logic is undeniable. All right. But the hope is deniable. When you use hope or shame, it is deniable, right? It's easy. We got another one before we go. Appreciate that, Charles. Y'all coming in hard, pause, towards the end of the show. But I want to make sure I acknowledge you guys or else I'll have to do it in the morning. Is it the Cash App? What is it? 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 All right, shout out to Rico. He says, I'm in Texas, so it's legal. All right, so anyway, shout out to you in Texas. So the age that he said, it is still legal. So shout out to you and stay, stay legal out here. And I hope you're having fun, for sure. I mean, it's legal. Christopher says, tell them about the gun line, coach. Thanks for the sub. All right, appreciate you, man. The, the gun line. It runs Shaq the Shaq. <laughs> All right, anyway, man, we done. Appreciate y'all for being here. Do, it, do me a favor. Hit the like button as you exit the building, and we'll leave you all with a good old Francisco. <laughs> Te quiero porque quiero que me quieras porque como tú no hay nadie más que me quiera. Te quiero. 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 Te quiero.